This is episode 468 for June 2017, and you're listening to the Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast, and I'm your host, Brad Douglas. And that opening song is from the Adrenaline OD group, doing a cover of the Spider-Man theme from the 1960s. Very heavy metal, very cool. Uh, if you'd like to hear the full song, I've put a embedded the uh, YouTube clip up on our message board. Just go to SpiderManCrawlspace.com. Click on the message board and look for this episode title at the top of the forum. Before we get to this episode, I want to give some shout-outs and thank-yous to our Patreon members who are supporting this podcast and our website each and every month. So I want to give a thanks to Brian, Craig, Christopher, Andrew, John, Stephen, Michael, and another Michael for supporting this site every month. If you would like to help pay the bills and support this site through Patreon, just log on to patreon.com slash crawlspace. I've also provided a link on the right-hand side for you to do just that. All right, gang, let's get on with some message board Q&A. Hey, Crawl Spacers, welcome to our message board Q&A. Let's start with the first poster on our message board, Frickin' Clown Shoes. Yeah. Uh, location currently riding Stegron into battle against the Crawl Space panel. There you go. Okay, whoa, 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 whoa. You don't ride Stegron, son. Stegron rides you. <laughs> <laughs> to George, can the Guardians of the Galaxy films do films based on Annihilation, Conquest, War, and Realm of Kings? Which are possible? What would? How would you do them? Uh, all of it's possible. Uh, will they do them? I doubt it. Uh, what I'm what I'm getting from what Marvel has been saying about Guardians of the Galaxy is that there's going to be one more Guardians film. This is this is going off of what James Gunn is things I've read up from him. They're going to do one more Guardians film, and the Guardians are going to be, I guess, in at least one of those Avengers Infinity War movies. I know the first one, but I think maybe the second one too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I, that may be it for for the core Guardians as we know them. And I think that because um, they could totally do a Groot and Rockets team well, up movie. But, but because um, uh, Gunn has said that uh, the reason that he put Stallone in there and assembled you know, the, most of the core of the original Guardians um, at, at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy was because they're setting that up for other stuff later on. Oh. So I'm starting to wonder if that's what he's talking about. It, it better happen quick because Stallone is in his 70s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but uh, but no, so, the CGI Stallone. So, so they, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, 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 could they do it? Yes. How would I do it? I would let James Gunn do it, and I would STFU. So to tie this into uh, the Spider-Man and Rocky themes, I would like to see Stallone yell, Adrian Toomes! <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Come on, come somebody, on. T- somebody take him. Come on, that was great, wasn't it? Adrian, was only, I liked it. George's only face palm. George? Yeah, pretty much. George. And a good face palm. George is speechless, which <laughs> never has happened in the history of the show. <laughs> You're a horrible man. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Adrian, he's trying so hard to keep his stuff family friendly. He wants to call you a GD monster, but it's not happening. <laughs> See, <laughs> thank you, Hornacek. Hornacek says, I went a long way for that joke. Impromptu. That was an impromptu. That was horrible. <laughs> that was, was one of the horrifying things I've ever heard, and I've read H.P. Uh, Lovecraft. <laughs> I'll top it. I'll top it. Who wants me to top it? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. What do we got? Okay. Knock, knock. Who's there? Who? Two. To who? 
To whom? (laughs) (laughs) Whoa! (laughs) She made herself snort that time. Okay. That was so much. We're off the rails and off the first question. That was like that was like that was like Ashley self immolating, except instead of immolating, it snorted. (laughs) You got two people on on the oh. on the on the YouTube's. It's like oh. you're at those. It's like you're at those crappy attractions at the mall where you put the quarter in and the chicken pecks something. No, quarter yeah. sec. I did not have that written on my desk. I just made that up. Next okay. time I'm doing a hashtag self snort for the for the okay. <laughs> freaking clown shoes on the message board also says thank you so much for the podcast on the site. You guys are always awesome and the best. Keep up the great work. Thank you very much, clown shoes. That sounds odd. Uh, Thema Honey Show. The, the Mahoney Show? The Mahoney Show! There's no spaces! The Mahoney Show! What does that even mean, Brad? <laughs> oh, There's no space! No. He, n- <laughs> now, now, now Merriman's got the fever. He's, he's the one yelling and screaming. All right. The, the the Mahoney show has one post. His location is in the new used clone chambers. Hi gang, a returning listener, and I'm sorry I ever left. Question to all: When Peter finds out that the lizard turned his not wife and not son into his own scaly lizard family, will this motivate Peter to find a cure for Kirk Connors, or will Peter leave him alone as the lizard is finally at peace? Make Jr. answer that. Jr. Go ahead. <laughs> Looking off in space right now. We can. Jr. Hit it. <laughs> <laughs> they are seeing dead people right now. That's how close he is to the male people. <laughs> they, uh, they they brought the lizard back after he ate his son. I mean, the, the, you know, he's not going to be at peace and left alone now. So. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Uh, let's. The next one is Sim Biobro from Canada's west coast. Uh, this Sim- one is Simbio Bro. Symbio bro. Symbio Symbio bro. bro. Not Symbio bro. No. Make symbiote, but add God bro to it. Raise your hand. Everybody on the freaking no, 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 Stop, 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 stop. All right. This one, is the, this one is to anyone who hasn't read, but I am specifically aiming it at George. Uh, I just want to know if there's anything at all I could possibly say or do to get you to read Remender's Agent Venom. No, it's next one. I, I didn't even finish it. It's okay. one of my favorite comics of all time, and I just wish you'd give it a chance, even though it involves symbiotes. JR doesn't have to answer since I already can guess what his answer would be. <clears throat> okay, so now I like Rick Remender's um, uh, Doctor Voodoo. I enjoyed that actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're saying it's a, it's an it's a writer whose work I have enjoyed previously. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it has. Who's the central character again? Remind me. Um, uh, it's uh, Flash Thompson. Is Flash it? Thompson. You like with, Flash? Flash Thompson with what? A symbiote on him. Making him what? An agent. Uh, with what? Called what? Guns. Venom. Venom. <laughs> Venom. Yeah. The question answers itself, man. <laughs> <laughs> I like. I like that Hornacek in the chat says Jr. is participating in another podcast on another computer. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is, and I'll I'll tell you I'll tell you something else. Okay. Oh, that's funny. I, I have such little appe- interest in Venom, aside from having to read it when he pops up in ASM. 
the only time, the last time I read a solo Venom book was le- was was back during Lethal Protector, and I was like, no more. Life is not life is not long enough to suffer this. And I can understand why. Yeah. You, you know what? Lethal <laughs> yeah, Protector is better than ASM at the moment. That's Ooh. sad. That's sad. Okay. Thank you for Jr. Uh, uh, would you pick up uh, Agent Venom and read it on his recommendation? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Big Al, I can read his handle. I got that right. Location: My cat's name is Felicia. There you go, Ashley. Oh, I think. Uh, uh, I don't. Also, know. the leading contributor for Spidey-Dude.com. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> I, I don't know. Big Al says, I don't know who's going to be on the panel. We're all here, Betty. Uh, so I'm going to ask two questions. The first one. No, you only get to ask one. But it's to George and Ashley. People, people, <laughs> didn't, people didn't care. People didn't care that I said one question. They went like three. George and Ashley, over the years, a lot of people have labeled Black Cat derivative of Catwoman. But in what ways is our girl Felicia truly unique to Miss Kyle? Personally, I find her relationship with Spider-Man over the years very distinct from Batman and Catwoman's. I actually thought about this one in advance. I like the question a lot. I do too. I wonder why. <laughs> Two of my favorite characters. Oh boy. Um, so I think what makes them what makes them different so much, even though they have similar roles, they're both you know the cat burglars. Um, Selena was always committed to her role, much more so than Felicia was. For Felicia, it's um it's for the thrill of it. It's um hobby. And it's something she loves doing because she's good at it and because she can. However, it's not something she's really um, committed to. And um, she's happy. She could be doing anything as long as she gets a thrill out of it, whether it's uh, doing crime or, um, you know, finding bad guys. She just Or, or like, today, murdering people. Don't <laughs> talk to me about that. Um, <laughs> whereas Catwoman is very much in it. She's a career cat burglar. She always has um, causes that she's very, um, very causes that are very close to her, especially like when it comes to animal rights and stuff like that. So she's a much more serious character than Felicia. Okay. All right. George, it was aimed at you too. You want to talk about it? About cat differences um, to cat woman and black cat? A black cat doesn't use a whip. <laughs> <laughs> well, she does now. Kind she, of. When did she have a whip? whip I didn't it. see that. It's that little belt whip thing that she's got on now. Mm-hmm. That's like, cat woman has like a whip. Black cat doesn't have a whip. Well, oh, wait that's a minute. What, Hang on. I take that back. She did in the early Wolfman days. Yeah. She well, no, but she's got. But she's also got that metallic belt thing that's supposed to be like that. That she got. That she now has because she's cat, even. Cat woman never hey, had. Uh, cool kids are wearing. Cat woman yeah. never had uh, black or had uh, bad luck powers. There you go. Yeah, okay. that's true. Felicia yeah. never had a cat. Let's <laughs> see. I think she did. Yeah, she did. She had, she, like, she did. background cats, but Selena always, I don't at least in the yeah. Batman animated series, she always had yeah. her. her we've, get, we've got one from Adam S. in San Diego, California. To everyone, is there anything Spider-Man or Marvel-related coming up that you're really looking forward to before the year ends? Well, the movie. Thor April. Ragnarok. Uh, I'm yeah, Thor Ragnarok. Looking forward to Thor. Me too. Yeah, I mean, I was not interested in seeing that until I saw the trailer. And my gosh, that was. I mean, I'm, that looking, was I'm, I'm looking forward to the Defenders on Netflix. I'm not. Oh, the, no, not after Iron Fist. No, I'm dreading it. Really? I'm, I'm terrified. I'm looking forward 
to uh, Netflix Punisher, but oh, yeah. I have a bad feeling about Defenders now after what happened with uh, Iron Fist. Dude, that Netflix Punisher looks legit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's see. There's not, even, there's not even a trailer yet. It's, it just looks legit because of Rosen. Of the skull, basically. I'm, I'm looking forward to the PS4 Spider-Man game. I want to play that. Yeah, there you go. I'm looking forward yeah. to that. I don't have a yeah. PS4, but I'm looking forward to it. I look forward to that. I look towards a gangrenous wound. Jr. Anything, anything Marvel related you're looking forward to? No. <laughs> really? Okay. Nothing. No. Not even the movie. Not really. <laughs> well, man, not even Thor. Is Spencer looking forward to any of these movies? Oh yes, he is. So I'll probably wind up going to see them all. <laughs> oh, he's gonna, drag you, he's gonna drag you kicking and screaming. Oh my goodness! Oh jeez! I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to Wonder just... Woman too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good feeling about that one. All right, let's see. Our next uh, question is a uh, question is from Spider Sensei thirteen. Hey gang, simple question for me: If there is one what if story involving Spider Man that w- you would like to be told but hasn't. Which would you, yours be? Um, I, I've okay. got one. Go ahead. Um, Spider-Man becomes the Kingpin's enforcer. Or what if the Spider-Man mm-hmm. becomes the Kingpin's enforcer? Or, mm-hmm. I like that. Or, Brad, be really all up on the, that. if you really want to get into the continuity weeds, what if Spider-Man joined the enforcers? Like, you know, Montana, the old, you know, Fancy Dan, those what guys. Was like the, during the big man, during like the uh, Frederick Fossil big man, period there there was one where he was like an assassin with wolverine i think that was pretty good yeah that was a that was that that was based off of the what if uh spider-man versus wolverine um yeah yeah that was was the last good one yeah yeah that was the last good one that they had Mm -hmm. yeah anybody anything else i was gonna say what if um spider-man and black cat got married but no, no one wants to die at the end they, they no one kind of did, did that i, I think they did that they've they done that issue no one died it did end. not end well for no one wa- <laughs> no one wants you to read that <laughs> i know i was so excited when i found it and i'm reading through it and then <sighs> flat yeah what my hopes and dreams <sighs> by, by the way uh enigma 2099 says what if one more day never happened we did get oh, that, there that you was go. called kevin cushing's that was called Kevin Cushing's Spider-Man colon Crawl Space. Cushing. Shin uh, Holum, uh, first-time question, relatively new listener. Sorry for the lengthy preamble. I'm a lifelong Spider-Man fan. I would go so far as to say that he is my favorite hero. However, a few years ago from when I got back into comics, after a few years away, I put down Civil War, the first one, after Peter unmasked and instead discovered and became enthralled by Nova in DNA's Annihilation story. Even though this was the first I had heard of the character, he quickly shot up to tie with Peter Parker for me. Later, when I was poring over Richard Ryder's earlier stories, coincidentally, during the Heroic Age, when they had an awesome team-up issue, I was incredibly pleased to learn that not only did Peter and Richard know each other, but were actually pretty good friends. And mm-hmm. after years of wanting Richard back in Marvel, finally brought him back and then canceled his actually incredibly good book. My question for you guys is, what do you all think of Richard? And do you give his book a shot? And what were your thoughts on it? And did you read it? I I read the uh, the Annihilation. I've I read the Annihilation Nova and I read the Eric Larson Nova and I read the Nova mm-hmm. from New Warriors where he had the mullet. I remember that. Mm. And I, I like Richard Ryder. I do not care for Sam. I, I, uh, the only uh, impression I have of Sam is from the Ultimate Spider-Man co- 
cartoon. And yeah, I think that that's pretty much soured quite and, a few And that did not it. make me yeah. pick up the book. I can't uh, speak to the quality of the book. I haven't read the book, but I have mm-hmm. no desire in that character. Mm-hmm. And it didn't didn't make me pick it up. But uh, mm-hmm. it's nice to know that uh, uh, the book is good. I, I guess I could read it on Marvel Unlimited if I wanted to. Does anybody like Nova? Did anybody read Nova? He had a crossover in the 70s mm-hmm. when Nova's very first book, like issue you know, my, 172 or something. Yeah, my first exposure to Nova was like during uh, when they did that uh, Round Robin, uh, oh, Psychic gosh. Revenge. That was, hey, that I was, recently reread that. That's bad. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah, but that was my first exposure to, the, to them and the New Warriors and everything yeah. like that because it was like – rough. So, yeah. But, All right. Yeah. You guys just mentioned that. Uh, here's a quick visual aid. What you got? What is it? Oh, he's Bam. got the trade of it. Why? Why in the world did you I've buy that the, trade? The book's horrible. <laughs> oh, I, when I was a kid, I I I collected all six or five of the four of the six issues. Mm-hmm. I loved it, and this thing is in pristine condition, considering it's like twenty five years old. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know what? And now we got the dark. We we've got the Punisher. Okay. Marvel Legend, we have the Dark Hawk that just came out with the Guardians of the Galaxy. The only ones we're missing is uh, Moon Knight's coming out with the uh, next Homecoming wave. The only ones mm-hmm. we're missing is Richard Rider and freaking Night Thrasher. And then you have yeah. everybody in that story. Mm-hmm. I, I swear I have a Nova action figure from Legends. I thought I did. Uh, well, Twibbs not- did produce one, yeah. Okay. They I produced thought- a recent one. Okay, okay. They did... Uh- um, yeah. In the previous Guardians of the Galaxy wave, I guess I can find that at Target, but I don't want to pay twenty five bucks for that thing. Because for, wow. for some reason, the old wave is five dollars more than the new one. Wow. Explain okay. that to me, Hasbro. Back, back to the uh, the message board, Mister Metz. Uh, <clears throat> for the uh, Spider Man movie, after- whoa, 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 two two things. I got I, I got two things. I, I, I got. Oh, go I gotta, ahead. I got to get this out. Yes, sir. All right. Number one. Um, Zach, no one misses Night Thrasher. Number two, <laughs> how, how, how adorable was Ashley when she was doing this thing? Oh, I didn't. I, didn't, I, I missed it. I was going through windows. What did she do? I just did it. What I, she was like, do it again. Oh. She was like doing we'll, this all do, we'll all do it. There you go. Oh. <laughs> all right. Let's, we're back to the message board. Mr. Metz, from, for the Spider-Man movie after Homecoming. Should Marvel and Sony pick villains or just one villain who hasn't appeared in the films, or should they go back with a classic bad guy who has been in movies before? Like I said during one, our news segment, they're they're totally going. Go ahead, Mike. Go ahead, Mike. I, like I said during the news segment, you know that there's somebody's going to some either Sony or Marvel series they want to do like some Sinister Six style. So because if they got. If they're, they, they, you know, that one somebody's going to say, we got to do like our own take on Dr. Octopus and Sandman and Mysterio and all those guys <clears throat> at some point. So, because, yeah, because after all, if they're doing the story with the Vulture and thing, they might as well bring those guys back in. I mean, that's, I mean, you know, it's coming. I mean, at, at some point, I mean, it's some I, variation I, of the. I think the odds are more for Ock as opposed mm-hmm. to Norman. I don't, yeah. I don't. What George? I mean, Jr. I don't think the odds are for Norman to come back. I I I wouldn't place any money on it. No. Yeah. Well, see, I mean, Sony Sony screwed up Norman so bad, and 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 drove Norman into the ground so bad, and Harry, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
but the thing is, though, I, I don't put anything past Sony. I, 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 I could see Sony trying to do an, an Osborne film without a Spider-Man. Apparently, he's the main bad guy in Silver and Black. I mean, I guess we oh, will, God. won't we? Wow. Yeah. Poor, poor Ashley. Pornific <laughs> said the spot, and I couldn't agree more. Mm. Oh, there you go. We need the Grizzly and the Gibbon in the new movie. <laughs> no, Enigma. we need the Hypno Hustler. Oh yeah, can you imagine? That would be great. <laughs> we need the hob- we need the Hobgoblin. Oh, there we, you go. Yeah. That would be good. Uh, Durabil from Alberta, Canada. Hi, guys and gals. I've been listening to the podcast for years, and I love every episode. Keep up the great work. Thank you very much. appreciate that. I've been collecting Spider-Man since the early 80s, and I agree with most of you that the current direction, in my opinion, doesn't feel like Spider-Man at all. I frequent the message boards at CBR and Dudes. Dan Slott has it out for whoever the user Metamorphosis is. Mm-hmm. The reason back and forth between you guys was very... That would be... <clears throat> That would be uh, Cheese Dick. He's about to actually change his handle to Metamorphosis on the message board. So. I find it disappointing that as a professional writer, he constantly has to be bomb- has to bombard message boards when any criti- criticism of his work is negative. Just wondering how you guys feel the main Spider-Man writer is constantly putting down the Crawl Space website and a podcast at another web- the website and podcast at another website a site and podcast that in my eyes love spider-man and is a great ambassador of all things spider-man related keep up the great work and please 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 metamorphosis keep posting at cbr okay um go ahead I mike think that, i think a lot of the frustration i mentioned this um elsewhere is it's because i think there's a there's a frustration and especially in terms of the spider-man fans especially if you visit the crawl space about one more day. And it's been going on for 10 years. I mean, and rightfully so, it's one more day is a horrible story. And I can imagine Dan Slott in his position to be like, oh gosh, I got to hear this about complaining about one more day about how the marriage, bringing the marriage back and everything else, that it's not going to come back. So there's a kind of that, there's that level of frustration there that, um, from his, from his vantage point. Plus, I mean, he kind of also wants to kind of feel like, oh, I got to, I'm, I'm now the headliner of Amazing Spider-Man, so I want to try to do my own thing. So anyone kind of trying to complain about the current, how my current stories are are somehow worse than what came before, you know, that's. So I think it's just, I think there's a lot of, there's just kind of a lot of of that, um, that kind of that tension there or something like that. And again, and I think, and not just with Dan Slott, but anybody who is kind of associated with Spider-Man at, at Marvel at this point is that is that. They wanted to go. They wanted. They they felt like okay. We had this mission statement with after one more day and everything. They thought everything was going to be great after Spider Man's marriage went away, and the end result was we got stories which were no better or no worse. In some cases, some really wor- worse than what came before. And so there's a lot that. worse. Yeah. So, so my um, when Dan Slott was on the message board and on the front page, I often said to him that he tends to focus on the negative. Uh, there'll be praise, there'll be uh, good grades and reviews, etc. But he tends to focus on the negative mm-hmm. of the site. And uh, if someone doesn't like a story, he he challenges them. He argues with them a little bit. He mm-hmm. never a little bit a lot. Yeah, he's never he's never focused in on the positive aspects of this site. We just ran a top fifty uh, list of mm-hmm. the best Spider-Man stories of all time. And there were several slot stories on there. He never—I don't think he would notice that. I think he 
he uh, tends to use the crawl space as a dirty word on the CBR. He thinks all of us are negative. He thinks we're out to get them mainly. And the posters that are on CBR are also on the crawl space and also many other message boards. But he tends to say they're all ours when they're not all ours. None of our staff is the ones arguing with him over on CBR. It's the new Red Scare. He sees a crawl space behind every bush or every, anything bad thing that happens. It's, it's a crawl space thing. So it's very easy to lump all Spider-Man fans that are against his writing as crawl space fans, which is a very easy out, and it gives the site a bad name, which I've worked for nearly 20 years on this site. And uh, we've got 35 people, 34 people watching us right now. And uh, I, I am proud of what we've built here, and I'm sad that he uses it as essentially a swear word every time someone complains. He says, oh, you're a crawl spacer. It's insulting. Yeah. And, I, 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 and I've uh, long ago <clears throat> said that I'm going to outlast him. <laughs> uh, there's only been one writer in nearly 30-plus years that has ever made me think of quitting Amazing Spider-Man, and that's Dan Slott. But I love Spider-Man more than I do Dan Slott. And I, 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 go ahead, George. Whenever, whenever he does this, where he goes off and he says, you know, <clears throat> uh, oh, you're a crawl spacer, or you know, this or that, or oh, well, it's that crawl space. If you're if you're someone who enjoys a crawl space, take pride in that, yeah. because what he means by that is that we didn't never we never kissed ass. We never, we never took what we thought was bad and tried to gloss over it and put lipstick on a pig and say it was good. We gave you our honest estimation, or I, I say I, I mean over the years I have, been same thing with Brad and them early on. We gave our honest – this show and this side has given its honest opinions, good and bad, on his work. He, he glossed over the fact – never talks about the fact that we, that we talked – we said very positive things about Superior Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. He, he, he never brings that up because it doesn't fit his narrative. It doesn't fit – what he wants you to believe. So yeah. if you see that and you see Dan, Dan Slott and you're disagreeing with him or whatever, and, and you see him talk about the crawl space in a negative way, take pride in that because that means that, that, that like frequenting a site, you like, you know, participating in a site and in a community that never kissed ass and that treated writers, artists, editors, etc., as regular people and not, not these celebrities to be worshiped from on high. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There. And, Any uh, other to thoughts? To, to dovetail off of that, for those that don't know, when one more day hit, a lot of places that sat there and banned the discussion of it. They couldn't discuss it. Marvel's boards did it. Alvaro's boards did it. CBR oh, had a temporary ban. Mm-hmm. That stopped me from ever going back to Alvaro's boards. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I, I, there was a, you weren't the only one because that place is a wasteland compared to what it used to be. I, um, I used Alvaro's boards. I used to frequent all the time, and it's sad when I go there because they have a banner that stays on there for years at the very top, <laughs> and it still says 2016 on it. <laughs> I mean, I, that, that's so sad. That and Sam Ruby went away. I, those were two of my favorites when I first mm-hmm. got on the internet. And I'll mm-hmm. tell you right now. I mean, there was a lot. Many battles were waged on the front page of the Spider-Man crawl space. Yep. Yeah. I mentioned Kevin earlier. Kevin and and and, and George, they used to sit there and verbally textually spar with Stephen Wacker and and we gave we gave them more rope than we would have ever given any other yeah. group of people. 
Well, well if, you, if, you, if, you, if you go back and actually look at, at the exchanges that we had with Wacker, uh, right. when Wacker was, was posting on our – mostly on our main page, uh, we weren't really fighting with him. He was, he was fighting with us. We, we, would con- we would say we would disagree, mm. but we did so respectfully for the most part. You know, he, and, he, he was mainly trolling. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Big time. I, I remember it got so bad at one point. JR was like, just let George talk to him. Yeah. <laughs> George, just let George handle him. Yeah. yeah, because because all I did was was just let him let him make himself look like, you know, like let his behavior speak for itself. I was like, I'm just going to sit yeah. here and, 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 and try to talk to you sanely. Let, you know, you, you be you. Yeah, which is you, which, you was, which was which was interesting about because there was that uh, article that came out in the Atlantic Monthly, which was talking about this, this mm-hmm. state, this current state of Marvel and which was surprising that the writer of that piece actually mentions the behavior of Marvel's own creators yeah. on met on on social media, <laughs> and he calls as, them out as by a name. problem. Yeah, yeah. Names, which was like, names. yeah, which was like, you know, that should been that should be kind of a wake up call for these guy for some of these guys to say to, re- to make them realize, hey, j- you know, yeah, fans can be jerks, but there's a give and take going on there. You are, you are you're just just because you are creators doesn't you still have to hold to a certain and, standard and a, a better standard in some respects and I, 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 feel, behavior. I feel because I do regret that I, we don't have a better relationship with the main writer of amazing Spider-Man, mm-hmm. but I think, I think there are more days uh, behind Dan Slott than there are in front of him for mm-hmm. writing the title. Yeah. And I hope with the new amazing Spider-Man writer, uh, I, I, I'll, I will, I guarantee I will send an email and try to set up a podcast interview with the new writer of amazing Spider-Man mm. and, uh, and build a relationship. And like I did with with Dan slot when he first started, it would be nice to have him as a regular guest talking mm. Spider-Man. I think that would be yeah. fun. It's mm. sad that we don't have that relationship now. Yeah. Uh, I'll be mm. honest with you. One of the best days I ever had podcasting and one of the best top 15 de- best days of my life was I was at a Dallas Cowboys game. Oh yeah, talking talking to Dan Slot on the phone, and getting to getting to have a a great day with my father. That's that's something that I'll be able to tell my little girl. I, I used to be able to say I used to, I'll be able to tell my kids that I have a kid now. I'll be able to tell her that story when she's older. We can listen to the episode ourselves here on the crawl space, and I'll tell her yeah. the behind the scenes stuff. That that was a great day. That Dan Slot I've always liked. Oh yeah. It was the great. Dance lot, I thought dance- we, I thought we had a great opening relationship, and it just went south when we started well, criticizing along with praising the work. And I I think um, there was times when Slot, I think, took our criticism so personally, mm-hmm. and it's, it, it, and that's that's probably his biggest issue is that he takes things so personally. We're not try. We don't want to hate this current volume of Spider Man. No, nope. none of us. We're, entire- we're, we're an easy sell. We're we're almost guaranteed to buy the issue every month, mm-hmm. and so we yeah. don't want to dislike what we're reading. It's just that we're not necessarily loving what you're selling, brother. That's Sorry, true. I know, and I know you're listening. I know you're listening. <laughs> right yeah, <laughs> or so, watching, as the case may be. Don't, or you may be viewing this on YouTube. You know, and, and if you are, God bless you. But. You know, we want we want this title to be successful, just like you do. We come at it from the exact same standpoint. Brad takes well, such pride in everything he does here. You take such pride in everything you do in terms of your writing. Both of which are passions. You just happen to get paid for it. 
Yeah. That's the difference. Pretty good. All right. Any other discussion on uh, the relationship with slot? No, and, and, and I'll tell yeah. you. Yeah. I'm I'm at a point and JR's probably with me. I'm tired of talking about the guy. Yeah. I mean I'm outside sure. outside mm-hmm. I, I'm tired of giving him giving him, you know, free us having to even waste time talking about it. I mean everybody knows how he acts offline. It's a known thing now. It's been known for years. Mm-hmm. Or I say offline, you know, online. Yeah. Um and I'm, I've, I've gotten to a point now where it's like, dude, we, we hit peak slot a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've rapidly lost the interest in even talking about the man outside of, of, yeah. the, the, of the review. We have to yeah. review, right. Yeah. Which, and, which, which, which don't even resemble Spider-Man anymore and have it for years. Yeah. Let's be it, honest. It, it, it seems to be every six months that it becomes, it comes up on CBR of our, our relationship. But anyway, uh, let's see. Where am I? Um, okay, uh, Dura, uh, Frontier, to the game, the site's complicated and oftentimes volatile relationship with Dan Slott <laughs> <You'd be laughs> right, uh, <laughs> is well documented by this point as well with the former editor, <laughs> Steve Blacker. Uh, I guess I have. Have we? Yeah. Do you think it's you possible for the crawl space to form a more positive and healthy contact? Uh, between itself and other Spider-Man writers working at Marvel at the moment or potentially with a future writer. I guess I did answer your question. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, the new writer of uh, Spec, uh, what's his name again? Chips of Darcy. I actually, I actually uh, friended him on Facebook, and I haven't done it yet, but I, I plan on sending him an email or a Facebook note uh, asking for an interview with him. So mm-hmm. uh, look for that if he agrees to it. See, I'm starting the relationship nice with the uh, with a new writer. Uh, Cheese Dick, which is Metamorphosis, who we just <laughs> were talking about. Uh, to the whole gang, look in your crystal ball and say where you think the Amazing Spider-Man title will be and what will be happening in it at one year from now in 2018. We'll go around the horn for this one. Uh, Zach, Ooh. in one year, what will happen in Amazing Spider-Man? Um, Superior Auto will be defeated. Mm-hmm. The fall of Parker Industries will be, uh, <coughs> if not already complete, in progress. And uh, Lumpy Face Norman, Mashed Potato Mor- Norman, is uh, going to be somewhere in the background. Mike, one year from now, what's happening in Amazing? Peter Parker, world's most wanted fugitive, because remember he invaded. <laughs> because remember he invaded that he invaded the, uh, you know, some car some, some, some caria. So, um, so could that be possible that like, oh, he's now, if he goes back to New York, he'll be arrested on site. So now we're going to have, so I'm picturing a globe trotting Spider-Man without Parker Industries. So he's going to be wandering to earth like, um, like a David Carradine from Kung Fu. There you go. <laughs> Out of town like Lorenzo Lamas from Renegade. Exactly. Yeah. Chronicles fans start queuing the uh, Renegade thing because that's one of our. Uh, <laughs> yep. Okay, Ashley. One year from now, Amazing Spider-Man. What's happening in the book? Oh well, wherever he is, Peter's going to be taking responsibilities that are not his fault, but he won't actually do anything about it, which will actually lead to things that are his fault that he won't take responsibility for. But none of it will matter anyway because there'll be some event that puts a. Uh, What's the phrase I'm looking for? That puts a wrench in everything. Okay. Uh, George, one year from now, an amazing. Um, one year from now, an amazing. Uh, it still will not resemble anything that, that, that Spider-Man-ish. Um, Peter will be on his moon base. 
as you know, with with the rest of the Nova Corps people that have been stationed there, and, and he'll be wondering if uh, if he should go to uh, Mary Jane's wedding to Tony Stark. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, wait a minute! She's going to be marrying a computer. She'll be marrying a computer. He'll, he'll be better by then. And Aunt May, hey, it's like Aunt, Wanda and Vision all over again. And Aunt May, Aunt May will be on the run from the law after having knocked over a liquor store. <laughs> Nice. All right, Jr. Samuel one, Fury will be mad. One year from now, Jr. What's going on in the book? Uh, one year from now, uh, let's see here. Dan Slott will be writing it, uh, and between him and Chip, the, they will take Spider-Man back to basics, and we'll see. The, you know, <laughs> we'll, we'll have more of the Parker luck, and we'll get. You know, we'll return to the stories that you have demanded. So, I, I agree. It's more of a back to basics. Um, Real, real quick, somebody pointed out something in chat that we didn't mention in the news, and it's kind of important that Marvel yeah. did trademark Iron Jane. Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, and and Iron Spider and everything. So, so I asked the uh, the YouTubers uh, that are watching us live uh, what will be happening a year from now in Amazing. So I'm going to read them. Uh, Peter Parker's running some Cowria. Mary Jane steals her own Iron Spider costume and gets a spinoff series. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man will be humiliated for everything. Miles will be the one true Spider-Man, and Marvel will completely ignore that Peter Parker ever existed. Uh, Otto's wild ride continues. Peter will get into a bad accident, wind up with shrapnel in his chest, and require an AK oh, no. <laughs> reactor to stay alive. Good one. Uh, Spider-Man will become the new Venom. Dan Slott will still write Amazing Spider-Man. Marvel just trademarked Iron Jane. Ugh. Yeah, that was the one I was referencing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, Sp- Spider-Man has yeah. been part of the Nova Copes moon base. Uh, let's see. What else? The Otto May romance begins anew. <laughs> Venom went off into outer space with a robot butler and a space panda sidekick. That actually... <laughs> <That's> <laughs> that I'm, uh, honest, I, that- I, I'm honestly surprised that with the, you know new aging down of Aunt May that that slot hasn't already rehashed that I the yeah. auto and Aunt May thing I'm I'm very oh, surprised he, by he that he kind of referenced it in superior just a smidge but. well so did JMS yeah okay we will have a new love interest in a year moving on to another poster Mr. Starkiller 360 from Brazil if one you more seven questions so much uh-huh. for that one question thing he asked seven questions it's like he did so much for I only see one. Yeah. If OMD was to be undone today by one of your you guys, what else would you change to the Spider-Man lore aside from bringing back the marriage? Would you bring back baby May? Would you kill off Aunt May? Would you erase OMD? What else would you do? Post OMD. Yeah. Um, I think uh, the idea, not so much it'd be exactly like renew your vows is currently, but the idea of, uh, Peter Parker becoming a father, like with a with a young with a young kid, not like that, like how Annie is now, but maybe like you know, but like having a, have, so one Spider Man and a baby. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Starring Ted Danson. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What else we got? Let's see here. Wolf Cipher. Uh, location someplace safe for Marvel Comics. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, knowing what we know now, if you had to replace Dan Slot with someone else from the that bad brand new day Spider Man brain trust, who would you choose? Mark Guggenheim, Bob Gale, Joe Kelly, Zeb Wells, or Cusada? Cusada. Interestingly, interestingly enough, um, uh, Joe Kelly, and I think because 
I think partly because Dan, that's when Dan saw it before he got the uh, gig for Amazing Spider-Man. From I, I read somewhere that he actually thought Joe Kelly was going to get it mm. over other than him. So which I could do, and I can totally see, even though Kelly was pretty hit or miss at times on that during Brandon Day, because mm-hmm. oh did no, some real- we, we we would have missed volumes and volumes of fan fiction being injected into our Spider-Man comics. <laughs> I, Bob Gale stuff, I hated the freak stuff. Oh, oh gosh! And no, if I remember, what did Zeb uh, Wells do? Did he do that awful he did that, snow, snow he did that, one? He, he, that snow one and snow one dead. He also did shed. Which, oh, no. for some reason, a lot of people like. I don't know why, but... What was Guggenheim's biggest contribution? Uh, Flash Thompson losing his legs. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that was actually a good story. Who did Freak? Wasn't that Gale? Yeah. Yes, that was yeah. Gale. God, that's bad. Bad. All right, let's see. JR, you haven't, you haven't said anything. Who, who do you like from that list? You like Kelly? You like Guggenheim? Uh... I have to go with Joe Kelly as lesser of all the evils, frankly. I would agree. Yeah. I would agree. Uh, T gone fifty six seventy nine. Jr. With Norman's new facial disfigurement, it made me think back to your Goblin Mystery Solved article from right before the Revenge of the Green Goblin came out. You had speculated that maybe Norman's face had transformed into that of a goblin from the end of the final chapter. And I remember Howard Mackey from the Wizard Spider-Man special saying how Norman will be changed when he returns. Do you think something different was planned with Norman had the reboot been received differently? Yeah, what he's referring to, um, because at the very end of the final chapter when Norman was put into the insane asylum uh, and before the scryers got him, he was unmasked and all the doctors in the hospital were saying, his face, you know, like something horrible had happened. And uh, and then Mackie made that reference. So so I just speculated that because I think it was around at the same time or whatever uh, the uh, uh, Earth X uh, series uh, had come out, and uh, that that had happened to Norman. That uh, you know the Terrigen Mist gave everybody superpowers or whatever, and had transformed him. So I thought that may be where they went, mm-hmm. um, but. Do I think something different was planned with Norman? Had the reboot been received differently? It's hard to tell because if Howard Mackey was in charge, Mackey had a tendency to to just not finish things. Mm-hmm. And continuity was never his strong point. So he might have had something planned, but to be honest, whether he would have uh, whether he would have uh, followed up on it is 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 anyone's guess to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Uh, last question from Aziz, uh, location Judge Batman's Scowl. Uh, he says, I actually like the idea of Norman's struggles with not knowing and is annoyed that the oldest of his three children actually knows who Spider-Man is. They should really make it a non-canonical, is that how you say it? Canonical? Non-canonical. Canonical. What if story? Who should handle this script? Me, me thinks J.M.D. Mateus is the best current writer when it comes to the Goblins. Uh-oh. Do we really want to visit this uh, story, Uh-oh. which will not be mentioned, though? JR's I'm, triggered. Uh, Go ahead, I, JR. I mean, <laughs> what story should we not mention? What are we talking about? Sin's past is what they're talking about. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. yeah. But uh, 
I like the idea of Norman struggling with, and Hornacek was wondering if I was participating in another podcast. Actually, I'm reading the, uh, the message board questions off this other computer because I got it in bigger print or whatever. So this old man's eyes can see it. Uh, it's, it's like, the, it's like the reader's digest large print version of the call space message board. Um, now, he's like got it. Chrome. He's got it like zoomed to two hundred. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't like that idea at all. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't like normal str- Norman struggling with not knowing. I don't like it. Uh, I don't think Harry should know right now at this time. Uh, and frankly, I I like. I have never been completely turned off by the sins past story because i think you could do something with the daughter character uh but it's radioactive now and nobody will touch it so who Mm -hmm. so no i i don't don't even want to go in this direction and uh and i would disagree that jmd mateus is the best current writer when it comes to goblins i'm predicting that uh, jr will complain that if jmd mateus wrote a goblin story vermin would show up up. <laughs> no, I, but you know, no, J.M.D. Mateus. No, I mean J.M.D. Mateus was doing a good job with Norman uh, mm-hmm. uh, in uh, spectacular. Was he doing spectacular at the time? I think he might have been. So, he, yeah. he was. Yeah. No, he was doing a good job with with Norman. Uh, and Mackie was doing a good job with Norman. And uh, uh, actually, more recently, Warren Ellis and I think even Bendis. Uh, but then Bendis decided to forget Norman had superpowers to begin with uh, decided to forget that he and Spider-Man were arch enemies and decided to have him flying around in his underwear uh, in purple. So I, uh, so anyway, I guess I got, got, get, got from the main point or whatever, but no, I I don't want to see this, this story. I want Norman to go back to knowing who Spider-Man is. I want him to get his powers back. I want him to be the green effing goblin, you know, and none of this other crap. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. That was the last Randy T version of of JR's rants. That yeah. that was the last question on the message board. I'll take a couple uh, questions uh, from the YouTube uh, listeners right now. If you have any questions before we wrap this episode up, at if you would like to aim it at any member of the panel, uh, feel free, and I will read them to them. So it, there's a little bit of a delay when I ask uh, before you type. So get, our gang, are you ready for questions aimed at you? Yes. Okay. okay. I'm ready for the sack of flour meme to die. <laughs> I'm not. That's gold. Never. You know, flour's got a really long shelf life, Zach. Okay, Ashley's Ashley's you like, Ashley, place. you like jazz. I like jazz? Yeah. That's a random question. <laughs> sure. Who doesn't? Jazz hands now. Oh, jazz hands. There you go. Uh, is it bad to give Spider-Man... Oh, you didn't hyphenate, Jordan. <laughs> is it oh, so bad to give Spider-Man oh. a kid? No, I think, it, I think it works. Should Spider-Man become bonded with Venom again? No. Okay? Why? No. no. God, no. But it'd probably do something like that in Venomverse or something. Jesus, God, no. Why? <laughs> no. All right. Take a couple more questions before we uh, wrap this up. Have you ever danced in the pale moonlight? Nice Batman. JR, is it time that Norman gets an upgrade to his glider? It seems kind of outdated by now. I get it's classic, but I think Norman would have developed a suit capable of flight by now. 
You know, it's funny. Uh, you kind of mentioned that because it seems that technology in the Marvel Universe progresses to a point and no further. Uh, you know, like Spider-Man never making any changes to his webbing, uh, I mean, ignoring all that big time stuff that, that, that Slot did. Uh, you know, Spider-Man never really improves his costume. He doesn't do much with his webbing. Uh, you know, I, I don't and I, you know, I, you're, you're right. Maybe Norman would do that, but I don't want to see the Green Goblin fly. I want to see the Green Goblin ride on a stupid ass glider, stupid glider. Yeah. You know, I mean, there are just some things that, you know, yeah, that that's the iconic. Character. You yeah, don't want to see Spider-Man fly. You want to see the web shooters. JR yeah. wants to see Norman on the on the glider with 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 Gwen. And they're doing the song from Aladdin. I will show you the world. <laughs> That's what JR wants to see. Do you see Marvel Fan Guy had an interesting one? That he Robert, just Robert Bell says Ashley should read Marvel Divas. It's really a good take on Felicia. I agree. That's actually a good one. I would like yeah, to. There, is that the one with uh, uh, Firestar has cancer? I think. Yeah. I think it is. I think I, I, that's what I've heard. A good one. There, yeah. there was an interesting one that actually asked, like, if we could switch like uh, Spider-Man's Rogue oh. Gallery with either Batman or Flashes, which one would we pick? I don't. I don't know. Batman. Um, uh, also, uh, DC Marvel fan guy had a good question. I think that was the one I was just say, th- saying. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. No, it was. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, personally, I think for that one, I would, I would ch- think the Flash Rogues villains kind of more, more Spider-Man anyway. Especially since you've watched CW what? Flash is pretty much his Spider-Man. But um, uh, Will okay. has a good question. He says, should characters like Kane and Miles get their own superhero names in order to differentiate them from other characters with the yes. same names? Yes, and then go away. Mm-hmm. And then go away. <laughs> well, no. Uh, uh, Miles you? on the on the Spider uh, Spider Ultimate Spider Man cartoon was named Kid Arachnid. Yes, that's that's, awesome. that's not good. <laughs> not good at all. All right, uh, I think that's. Oh, uh, right. okay. somebody, somebody had a good point. Um, where Where X Wolf said uh, George Spider Man versus Superman Fight Night. Stay tuned. Ooh. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's pretty good. And they mentioned well, Michael there, Bailey. What, Isn't that a good idea? Would, there, <laughs> would that be a special get? Would there be a special guest on that? Episode? We've said too much. No, yes. we've that's, said too much. That's that's a tease for a future episode. To the YouTubers, thank you so much. We never went below I think thirty people that watched yes. three plus hours of this. So thank you for doing this. I think this is how we're going to do it in the future. I think this yeah. is much better than Skype. I like the interactivity. Mm-hmm. And I like seeing my friends. So yep. I think that's awesome. Okay. Uh, we're going to go around the horn for final thoughts. But, George, you can have the final thought. Go ahead. Oh, uh, I don't have a final thought. Uh, when you end the stream, yeah. don't hang up on all of us. Just end the stream and then because there's something i got to tell Ashley that's, that's actually kind of, okay. actually kind of got, funny. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, Mike, final thoughts. Uh, yeah, this was actually a lot of fun. Um, actually, yeah. kind of a unique format thing, getting to see all these people's people's reactions to us, to us and yeah. seeing our ugly mugs on screen. Uh, well, speak, I'm speaking for myself, but <laughs> but um, yeah, great. Yeah, great Ashley's far more attractive than the rest of us. So I mean, it's, oh, is that Bogey? Yeah. Uh, Ashley, Bogey. Ashley brought her cat. That cat is what? that cat is that cat is huge, and I am a handsome man. <laughs> <laughs> Just putting That's that out funny. there. Yep. You, you need a cat named Felicia, though, don't you think? Mm-hmm. Nah, I got my bogey. There you go. Okay. Final thoughts, Ashley. Aww. That cat's head is as big as her, as, as big <laughs> as hers. Literally, they, they have the same size head, and it's a feline. Mm-hmm. He's uh, a great, great head. 
Yep. All right. Final yep. thoughts. Yeah. Uh, I really like this new method that we're doing. It's really yeah, fun doing fun. YouTube and having the uh, the live stream. So I hope we can do it in the future. Actually, yep. can you believe we 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 it, we're ending recording before like the before the sun comes up? I know. <laughs> <laughs> Jr.'s like I may actually get sleep tonight. I'm not used to it. Uh, Ninja Worshipper says Jr. stole the show with the box. I, I yeah. agree. Jr.'s yeah. box was that sounds odd. Jr.'s <laughs> box is great. <laughs> it's Jr. in a box. You know Jr. Final Warm. thoughts, sir. Get you a box. You're thinking of doing this again? Yeah. Oh, I think the fans demanded it. I think we have faces for radio. But anyway, oh. you, you know, Jr. Think about this, okay? And you think about this, Douglas. Uh, as much as many problems as we've had getting the Skype audio up, oh yeah, getting yeah. that done over the, over the the last several years, but especially the last year, as many times yeah. as we had that problem, there was always one person saying, "You know, we ought to try Google Hangout." That was you. I'll admit it. I'll admit it. For over a oh, year. Okay, I'm looking right at you, George. I'm because looking right at the camera. Because this right is at the camera. George was right. This has been smooth <laughs> as silk. This entire mm-hmm. thing has been smooth as silk. Yep. Like the well, the only well, there silk? has been one person that's had audio problems. Yeah, tonight, it, and I do well, apologize. It's, it's it's of course, yeah. Right. It's me. Michael uh, Reed said George's looks boost the views. <laughs> if you're if you're <laughs> hey, if, if you're a butcher, you put you put the best cuts up front, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> George is the best cut. <laughs> you got to You got to George yeah, is the best one. cut. JR is, right is kind of face palming. So yeah. I'm, just, I'm just thinking that means that someone thinks that George is the best piece of meat. And, I, <laughs> I just, uh, and now, and now, YouTube chat wants a shirt that says George was right. <laughs> uh, it can oh, happen. Wow. Okay. That's final on Zach. I don't think I got Zach in there. No, you haven't. Uh, this was fun. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's it, uh, it, what. I was scared it was going to be a disaster. I'm not going to lie. It, it, well, it, well, it really well. Very well. Uh, and I, you know, I, I will say this. Although George was right, who was the guy that finally pushed this ball rolling? Yeah, he Google didn't, he didn't yeah. listen to me all the billion times I said, let's try Google Hangout. Then Zach is like, hey, maybe you ought to try Google Hangout. And then Brad's like, hey, that's a great idea. And I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I knew I was going to trigger George on that one. Oh, <laughs> man. Oh. Uh, uh, go ahead, buddy. And uh, I just got to say uh, thanks to everybody that said I was, that I was preaching. Uh, I had a lot of fun. I got a little animated. Yes, people claim I'm drunk, but I'm really not, I swear to God. Yeah. Uh, and um, thank you guys for, for participating on the YouTube page. That was awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Jo- real quick, George versus Ashley's cat, who wins? Oh God, no! <laughs> That's a fight club. Okay, there, there's many key points there. Number one, if I was to ever fight Ashley's cat, she would find what I what I love most. I'll beat you down. Yeah, after my child, I'll cut you. She would snuff me. She would snuff me like, me like a candle. All right. Number two, I have fought cheetahs. <laughs> what? It is scientifically proven. No, you I fought can, Cheetos. That, that, that <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is proven by science that I could whoop a cheetah's ass. And a friend of mine said, "A friend of mine said, dude, that's the that's the fastest land mammal." And I said, "It's going to be fast to run over here and get it, because <laughs> I have hands like canned hams." 
I'm a bad man. I was about to say, I was about to say I've seen, I've seen you man. out in the wild. <laughs> if you're, out there, you're not going to catch that, that cheetah. I'm just going <laughs> to... Oh, I won't have to. I don't have to chase anything. It's going to come up to me, and it's going to get the left gun. It's going to get the right gun. If the left one won't get you, then the right one. Sure. in the hospital are certain. Oh, Lord, yeah. I feel like I'm listening uh, to the white Muhammad Ali. George has fought chia pets, not cheetahs. <laughs> All right, that's a, that's a wrap, gang. Thank you so much for watching and listening.